Welcome to the Enchanted Ears Podcast, where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela. And I'm Joe. And on today's episode, I'm going to be challenging Angela to guess the movie based on summaries I generated using artificial intelligence. I'm a little afraid of this one. You should be. AI is coming for us all, and today it's coming for you. <laughs> Before we get into that, though, I want to cover a couple pieces of Disney news. Um, And somewhat surprising uh, news, there was a book in the latest Ant-Man movie, uh, Scott Lang wrote a memoir called Look Out for the Little Guy, and it turns out that's a real book. So there was a a YouTube video with Paul Rudd that, yes, this book is real, and I was like, what is he talking about? So it turns out Marvel is going to be releasing this in-universe memoir that was written by Scott Lang. And the, uh, the video was kind of funny because it was very meta because it was Paul Rudd talking about I'm this character, Scott Lang, and he wrote a book, but he kind of looks like me. Um, it, was, it was very kind of tongue-in-cheek, but you can go out on Amazon and pre-order it. Look out for the little guy, Scott Lang's memoir. And I think this is a really cool tie-in to the MCU with a physical book, so it'll be interesting to see what type of information is in there. I think it's based on Amazon. I think it's over like 200 pages. So it's a decent sized book. So it'll be interesting to see kind of what, you know, fun things they have in there. Scott Lang is a fun character. So I'm sure this will be a a really cool piece of memorabilia for any MCU fan and also have a lot of interesting information in it. Yeah, um, I actually really like when they do stuff like this and they take something that's fake and they make it real. I think it's kind of fun. And I've seen Paul Rudd talking about this book. So I think it'll be a really interesting addition and something new and different that fans can kind of get and enjoy and find little Easter eggs in, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely looking forward to this uh, coming out. Uh, the other piece of news, Josh DeMauro was talking at an investor conference at uh, JP Morgan. So we got a couple pieces of information of the parks. One uh, interesting thing was he talked about the Galactic Star Cruiser closing, and he mentioned they're going to take a $300 million write-off over the next couple quarters against that. So last week, we talked all about the Star Cruiser closing I and mean, kind of the impact. So this thing cost them at least $300 million because if that's the write-off they're taking, they're at least getting... Uh, that's at least what it cost them. Um, it's interesting that that came up, and then uh, you know on Friday, reservations opened up and they sold out within the day. So the rest yeah, of the I feel voyages, like, it was like four o'clock Eastern time, it, all of the voyages yeah. were sold out. Right. So if you're thinking about going, um, it's kind of too late unless they get some cancellation. Something may pop up, um, but yeah. So at least three hundred million dollars. So I think again, it just kind of goes to show. I think a little bit of what we were talking about last week where, you know, it's expensive to run. It probably was profitable on a per voyage basis, but they had they invested so much into it. They had uh, basically all of these funds, hundreds of millions of dollars that they had to recover. And I think that's where it wasn't making enough money. There's also some talk that, you know, that came out this week that Imagineers were going to retheme it to The Mandalorian, that they had that some other ideas. So cool. Um, and Bob Iger just kind of said no, you know, we're just we're just closing the thing. Again, not sure how true those are. Those are just kind of uh, reports. But uh, I could see, yeah, if it costs at least $300 million, that this thing had a big hurdle to, uh, to kind of climb to actually, you know, be profitable here. Well, like a little insight. So we're going to go to the Star Cruiser again, and they are already kind of booking up what your dinner is going to look like. And when they called us yesterday for our voyage in like a month from now, the captain's table was already booked. So even like the upsells are 
are booking up pretty quickly. So I think a lot of people were waiting and saving to go on this thing. And now the the announcement of closing it has kind of forced them to say, well, it's now or never. And again, I think that the demand was there. It just the price point put it up so high that people who maybe really wanted to do it just needed some time to save up for it. So it does kind of make you wonder, okay, well, if they were to drop the cost so they didn't make as much, could they have filled it up more and then that would have caused, like, helped that problem? Yeah, again, I, I think they were just so saddled by the cost of developing all this technology and developing the hotel. Again, you know, when you have 300 plus million dollars, you're expecting, you know, a certain return. Again, it kind of goes back to what are investors looking for. And so, sure, you can make some money. Um, but if you're, you know, investors are expecting, you know, X percent return, it's going to be, it's a lot harder to make, you know, a 10% return on $300 million as it is a 10% return on $100 million. So it, it just becomes, you know, incrementally harder. So again, interesting to see what, what will happen with this. But that was, you know, one piece of news that Josh Damara mentioned. The other thing he talked about uh, in regards to the parks is that they are working on, quote, simplifying the experience and making it easier and more accessible for the guests. So, interesting kind of turn you know it it seems like the past few years everything they've been doing has been complicating things for the guests mm -hmm. and so i think they you know have heard that feedback and and, and realized that whether changes come that actually make it easier and more accessible to guests we'll see but those are kind of the talking points it seems like they're pushing so he pointed to you know the fact of theme park reservations are going away next year he mentioned again that they are working on changes to genie plus we don't know what those will be he also talked about that they're going to be working on uh, changing their pricing strategy in certain areas to make uh, certain products more accessible, I guess, at different price points. Um, again, very little specifics in the way of this, but I think that was a good piece of news that Disney is trying to simplify the vacation experience because it has become so complicated. That's probably... A lot of people talk about, oh, Universal building another park. That's going to be a big threat to Disney. I mean, I honestly think... I think that's somewhat of a threat, but I don't think as big a threat as people necessarily think it is. Millions of people go to Disney World, but I think the fact that Universal's so easy, you don't need park pass reservations, you buy a ticket, you just go ride whatever you want to ride, whenever you want to ride it, it's a lot easier and more laid back of an experience. I think that's almost a bigger threat. If people go to Universal because of this new park and go, wow, this was such a less stressful vacation, it was so much easier to do all this stuff, that's, I think, where Disney's going to get hurt. And so I think the fact that they're saying, hey, we recognize that, we need to make this easier, I think is a step in the right direction. Yeah, I think that Universal and Disney, you know, the more I think about it, I like to think of it as a competition, but I do think that for a, a large part, I think that they benefit from each other just because they are doing the same thing in the same space. It's kind of like how YouTube creators can will promote each other or um, artists will promote other artists. There's room in the space and they do different things, different enough things that you can like one and like the other and they both, you know, will get guests because of that. You know, you, you might say, I don't know if I want to go to Disney, but Universal's there too. Yeah, I think I'm going to come down and I'll go to Disney two days and go to Universal two days or something. So I, I think that it is an interesting thing that we, we, we sometimes compare the two and say, well, uh, you're going to choose one over another, but yeah, like sometimes if, people like choose if, both. Yeah, like if one wins, the other loses, and that's not necessarily always the case. Right. Uh, you know, they, There's a way where they both win, and I think 
I think they do. I mean, I think Universal benefits from people. Again, they go to Disney, they add on a day or two to Disney. Sure, maybe Disney loses a day or two of people, but again, they're still getting 20 million people a year coming through there. Um, and you know, Universal is is half of that. So yeah, I, I mean, I think that Universal probably benefits. I mean, Universal not as big of a park, but I think that lately, you know, the past couple times we've gone, we we actually went to Universal last time we were there, and we're like, why do we not go to Universal more often? So I think they benefit a lot from being near Disney. Well, that's and that's what I'm saying. I, I think yeah. that's the bigger thing is you go to Universal and you go, wow, this was great. Like mm-hmm. it's it's it is such a different experience because there isn't all of that complication of planning. Like you buy a ticket and you go and you're done. And it's like kind of everybody's a level playing field. You can buy their express pass. But it works differently. It's not like I got to be here at a certain time. You just go ride the rides whenever you want. The Express Pass is amazing. Yeah, I, I think I think that is where Disney's biggest threat is. It's just that that is kind of a night and day difference between planning a Universal trip, planning a Disney trip. And I think that's where, as more people go to Universal and see that, if Disney doesn't simplify and and maybe change their pricing structure, people are gonna then maybe say, hey, maybe we just go to Universal next time and we don't go to Disney because I don't want to deal with the hassle of everything they have going the on over there. The the crowds. Yeah, exactly. All right, so let's get into our game here. So how this is going to work, I used AI to create overly simplistic, kind of vague, humorous summaries of Disney movies. Oh, no. And Angela, you have to guess which movie it is. So for example... I feel like I'm going to do really bad on this. We'll see. Some of them are kind of easy. But for example here, Avengers Endgame, a summary to that would be father tries to end world hunger with his rock collection. Father? Yeah, a father because Thanos, he was oh, a father. So uh-huh. so technically all of that is true. His rock collection. <laughs> technically all of that is true. Oh, but no. if I told you that, you're not going to think... Avengers Endgame because that's not really with his rock collection. The movie summary. So I, t- I feel like this this goes back to like the ni- the nineties or there were like I don't know if this was just our mall but Natural Wonders in the mall and oh, you yeah. go to the, like the rock places and so like Thanos is in there and he's like collecting all the rocks and he's like I don't know like Power Rangersing. Yes, yeah, I actually feel like Disney not should Power Rangers. Oh, Captain Planet. That's yeah, the one. You can do Power Rangers. They yeah. like they like have the rings and stuff. Yeah, I guess so. Power up. All right. Yeah, there was a lot in the 90s with kids having like rings and powerful rocks. So this makes sense. I I actually feel like Disney should use some of these for their summaries on Disney Plus. So if anybody from Disney Plus is listening and they want to change get their fired. movie summaries to any of these, <laughs> they want to get fired, feel free to use them. So I fed this into ChatGPT. I told, I gave the, them this as an example. And I said, I'm going to give you other movies and I want you to do a similar thing. And this is what it came up with. Okay, so here we go. And you get to guess. We got 10 of them here. Okay. All right, so the first one. A young woman sets sail with a clumsy animal to fulfill a quest for an ancient relic. Moana. Yes, that was Moana. Yes. Okay. That's what I said. They're not all super difficult With a clumsy animal. (laughs) Yeah, it's Hey Hey. Very clumsy animal. I mean, I think the set sail there, because I'm like, uh, that one was where, that was the giveaway right there. So I, I will say some of them, they were kind of easy. And after a while, I was like, you have to make this more difficult. You got to make it a little <laughs> bit more vague because it was it was too easy. It was telegraphing it too much. Yeah, it was. 
I'll hesitate a little bit more for people playing along. I'm sorry. I uh, answered yeah, you, that one a little bit yeah, too that fast. One. That one was easy. That was an easy one. We started with an easy one. They're not all that easy. To, to get my confidence up and then you're just going to smash it. Yeah. Smash it's... it with a hammer. Isn't that Yez, uh, Yizma? Pretty sure that's Yizma. Yep. Right, maybe. All right, here we go. Superhero saves home from evil sister with green friend and rock man. I don't remember which one of so this is if we're doing Marvel movies, this is going to be very difficult because I don't remember which of the movies. So this is yeah. This so is th- the, this could be this is Disney the Thor animation, movie, Marvel, any anything. This from is Disney. the Thor movie with Hela. So okay. I, I I don't it was that was that Ragnarok? Yes, that was Ragnarok. okay because that very was the good. first appearance of uh, Korg, I believe. So yes, the Rock Man. Yes, that. I love how we're it, not talking about Dwayne Johnson, <laughs> a fan of the podcast. I love how it simplified it. The Hulk as Green Friend. Oh, I didn't even hear Green Friend. And Korg as Rockman. <laughs> yes, it was Thor with his uh, good old Green Friend and Rockman. Meanwhile, that's what I say is my favorite of the MCU movies, and I still didn't that's a good wasn't one. confident. All right, here we go. The next one here. A monarch embarks on a mysterious journey to uncover the origins of an enigmatic sound. I got it. Okay. So monarch. Interesting. So I'm like, all right, we're in the we're in the Disney princess realm here. And then would that sound happen to be ah, would that be the sound? Potentially. That is that sound like an uh enigmatic melody? Am I saying that right? Egg enigmatic? I, I I'm not gonna lie. I actually don't know how to pronounce that word either. It, it, <laughs> enigmatic. Yeah, because it's an enigma. Yeah, I think it's en- enigmatic. Enigmatic. No. Oh wow. You're saying ig. It's enig- enigmatic because it's enigma. So enigmatic. I'm in my own head. I'm not even gonna try it again. <laughs> I think. But yeah, this is frozen too. A magical melody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try to say that again. Okay. <laughs> All right, yeah, that one was frozen too. So you're doing pretty good. These aren't too bad. Yeah, I, I think you're gonna drop the hammer on me like Thor. Would in you a have, second. Would you have gotten Avengers Endgame though? I don't think you I don't would think have. You would have gotten that one. I don't think so. All right. I saw that one on the internet. That's where I started with it. So <laughs> I needed one to feed into the the AI to get it. All right, here we go. Next one: Farm Boy, Old Man, and Scoundrel team up to rescue a princess and blow up a space station. Farm boy, old man. I, I just love I, I love the terms they're using for these people. Farm boy, old man, and I thought you'd get this pretty hang quickly. On, hang on, There's hang some on, keys hang to on. it. All right, say this one again because right. I think I know what it is. All right, farm boy, old man, and scoundrel team up to rescue a princess and blow up a space station. Rescue a princess? Wow. Uh, okay, hang on. I'm really stuck on this one. Hang on. Oh man. I will give you five seconds. No, 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 please don't. I need I need to really think. Okay, okay. so I the rescuing the princess part was when I got a little thrown off because at first I was thinking this was actually Strange World because the kid I think is a farm boy and then it's his father that he meets okay. up with. Could but be I, an old man, okay. But I don't remember there being a princess in that movie. So I mean, the AI may not know. 
Yeah, I don't remember there being a pre- but right, maybe there on. was. What's your, what's your guess? You read, it guess one, read it one more time. You, I'll read it one, one more time. Because now I have a good it, track record, and right. I really feel like I need to. All right. I will read it one more time, but mm-hmm. at the end of it, you have to guess immediately. Farm boy, old man, and scoundrel team up to rescue a princess and blow up a space station. I'm sure most of our listeners are screaming the answer at this point. Space station. I mean, this is why I th- thought it was Strange World you gotta, too. You got to guess. You got to guess now. What What are you thinking? You going to Strange World? I'm going to say Strange World. Incorrect. What? Uh, it is actually Star Wars: A New Hope. So the uh, farm boy is Luke Skywalker. I'm gonna about I'm I'm about to get defriended by some of my Disney friends right now. Absolutely hilarious that they describe the scoundrel. Luke, I mean, it's perfect. Luke, Obi Wan, and Han Solo as a farm boy, an old man. I mean, they are just throwing shade at Obi Wan there. He's not even that old, and he's old in a uh, New Hope though. Yeah, I guess he's so. he's old crazy Ben, uh, and then a scoundrel and the space station. They're blowing up the Death Star. Yeah, that's your that's your clue. I thought you'd get that. You know I what? Really I'm not gonna that. lie. I completely. Th- forgot that star wars was a part of this so my mind didn't even touch on star wars because space station was throwing me that's why i went to strange world because i was like nothing else fits there's no space station in strange world though um well i mean they're not really in space but it seems like they're in space and yeah yeah all right so spoilers not bad not bad three out of four so far all right next one a young woman discovers that true beauty lies within and falls in love with a misunderstood creature who needs to break a curse. Oh, wait. She falls in love with it. Well, this sounds like I thought it was Princess and the Frog. But then Oh, okay. But then she is she's the I mean, I guess he does turn into a, he's is he a frog too? I think he's a frog too. I will say I thought a lot of these were a lot easier because I knew what the movie was. Yeah. And now I'm thinking, oh yeah, this could describe a lot of Disney movies true beauty lies within people are cursed like that's basically half of the disney movies you know they've ever made so it doesn't fit perfectly though okay say this one again i will give you i'll give you a hint no just say it again say it again a young woman discovers that true beauty lies within and falls in love with a misunderstood creature who needs to break a curse i think this is very easy but again i know the answer you know what at first, I felt I was. I knew this was going to happen. I knew I was going to feel so confident, and then I, you were just going to just absolutely destroy me. With it's not me. This is ChatGPT. I I did nothing. <laughs> I'm just reading it. I didn't make any of these up. They are unedited in any way. I'll give you a hint. This is a movie from the '90s. This is Disney Renaissance. A young falls in love with it creature i'm like running through break a curse did you say break a curse break a curse disney renaissance because i was like what oh. movie in the disney renaissance is about true beauty oh lying within? this is beauty and the beast yep. okay i was like tarzan that's really harsh on tarzan I'm not he's not a creature you, i'm not giving that one though i had to give you too many help yeah so you, too many you help <laughs> i'm still I'm, you know what? i feel good because you can't you i'm can't still screwed up from english Enigmatic? Yeah, I, I think you said. Did it. I get it there? I'm still you, still tongue tied from that. <laughs> all right, need, all right. Okay. No, I thought, thought you get some of these. I think it's enigmatic. 
No. No, stop. Stop. I'm not gonna be able to talk. Stop it. <laughs> Somebody write in and tell us. Record record a message pronouncing it correctly and send well, it. Well you t- you said it. It's an enigma, so it's enigmatic. All right, whatever. I I gotta move on. All right, here's the next one. I th- you gotta get this. Because again, I think these are so easy. But um, I, my head I think hurts. this one's I'm not easy. gonna lie, my brain hurts. There is one in here. There's two in here. If you don't get, I'm gonna be very upset. So here's the next one. A woman with some serious footwear issues and a penchant for chatting with animals. I'm gonna let you finish. Catches the eye of a prince. Cinderella. Yes, I was. I would say that was an easy one. You got to get footwear issues. I will yeah, be honest. The footwear was was the giveaway. I had no idea she talked to animals. I was like, Gus, Gus. She chats with animals, and I'm like, is that true? And I was like, oh yeah, I guess all her animal yeah, friends. Yeah, Gus, Gus, and Jacques, like all her mice friends that she makes little outfits for. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, is that? Is that That's right? because you know what. Cinderella I loved Cinderella growing up I loved the movie Cinderella which is funny because I wasn't like real girly or anything but I just I think that that movie for some reason I still think it holds up well too just it's a fun movie I like it all right we got that one you're you're turning it back around all right here's the next one a young prince runs away after his father's death and comes back years later to reclaim his throne from his evil uncle (laughs) is this hamlet <laughs> potentially it could be <laughs> yeah it's it's the lion king i knew that you had to slide yeah, that one the in, there. in there that, that's i mean that's a pretty good description i think that one that could one, be on disney plus yeah that one i think we good. could throw that one on disney plus yeah that's a good one the only thing that might throw people off is it's a, a young prince so if you're thinking of a human then you might get thrown off right but you didn't you knew it not for a second all right so you got that one. I'm, I'm glad. That was one I was hoping you'd get. All right. This was a little bit longer. A little bit longer of a description. In a colorful and lively world. This is so vague. This could be literally so far. I have a guess already. Any, you have a guess? What do you think it is? Tell me what you think it is. Can I write it on a piece of paper? I don't want to say yeah, it. Yeah, write it down. Write it down. All right. But in a colorful and lively world, a determined character, super vague, joins forces with an unexpected ally to unravel a complex mystery that challenges their beliefs and the norms of their society. Sounds like a good movie that I want to see. Okay, so I think the the word colorful, really, I don't know why my mind, just like how my mind didn't go to Beauty and the Beast, even though I love that movie, my mind immediately, immediately went to Inside Out. This is Inside Out because it's joy teaming up with sadness and they're trying to unravel how the teenage mind works exactly, and things. Totally, yeah. Right, right? Yeah. Wrong. Not Inside Nuh-uh. Out at all. That yeah. is, I will fight chat GPT. This is Inside Out. This is 100% Inside Out. That was great. I who was just else? like, yes, yes. Literally. Uh, I need all of the listeners who were like, this is Inside Out, confident, 100%. I need you to write to me and tell me that I am correct because this, okay. I don't no, I'm know tell you, I'm going to tell you why it? you're incorrect. Why? Because where in Inside Out do they unravel a complex mystery that challenges their beliefs and the norms of their society? I, I get you colorful, lively. There's a determined character. They join forces with an unexpected ally. That's all Inside Out. But they are not unraveling mysteries that challenges the norms of their society. You know what? Oh, you know, you know what, what this they is? Do that in? Zootopia. They do that in Zootopia. Yeah, this is Zootopia. <laughs> you are so confident. I'm just like, yep. Oh yeah, Inside Out. It's exactly like Inside. Exactly wrong. <laughs> It's Zootopia. <laughs> but I think it goes... I, okay, I would still uh, say... The that first half, you're totally right. That could be Inside Out, but it's not. <laughs> you got yourself too caught up. You thought it was Inside Out right away, and you couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> All right. Well, okay, colorful. I still say that 
the Just, color the word colorful threw me because yeah. I don't I wouldn't consider Zootopia well and lively. There's a lot of different yeah, animals. It's, lively, yes, but the word colorful made me really go because again, yes, there's a lot of animals. Yes, there's a lot of different zones, and of course there are colors in the different zones. Like, but the word colorful made me think of the little like the memories. And oh, that's okay. Guess what? that's why that but one. I, I don't. You can explain literally this. if they would have had the word "colorful" not in there. I don't think I would have guessed that. You can explain this all you want. You're still wrong. It was Zootopia. No, okay. I'm convinced I'm right. This is a roller coaster. You're falling down. <laughs> all right, next one. A street kid falls in love with a princess. Know it. Gets a magical friend and almost loses it all to a creepy old dude. <laughs> I love this one. This this should be on Disney Plus. Uh, you know what? I I don't think of. I guess he is. I don't really think of Jafar as a creepy old dude. But this is Aladdin. Yeah, <laughs> Jafar is a creepy old I mean, he's dude. He's creepy, I love it. but I, love it. I don't really. I don't really feel like Jafar has an age. How old would you think Jafar is? And like, well, here's the thing. He's he's magical. So he's not magical. Yeah, he's. He's he, not magical before he, he gets has the lamp. The, he has the staff. It has magic. The, the staff only has magic once. I'm I don't think say, th- did the staff had magic at all. I don't think yeah, so. The staff had magic. Oh, it was the, the hypnotizing magic. Because he could make Iago uh, talk. I'm going to say. Wait, it, is Iago a talking parrot because he's a talking parrot? Or is Iago a talking parrot because his owner has a magic stick? Oh, he talks. He talks way too much. I'm going to say Jafar is probably 600 years old. <laughs> <laughs> creepy old dude because i was like okay jafar's like what 40 like that's 40. not old i don't know i don't Six, feel like he's old 600 600 years old i need somebody to confirm this for me 600 years old i so think that like, i think that this would be a great film theory for for matt pat like how old, how old is jafar i think we should do it remember when jafar like just swatted you away at disneyland paris walking by and he was just like get away from me commoner that's something a creepy old dude does. All right. I don't know. I don't remember that too well. I you remember got, it passing me. You got uh, six. Six out of nine. So not too bad. Here's your last one. A guy undergoes a transformation and gains new perspectives on life throughout his encounters with wildlife. A guy? I'll read it again. A guy undergoes a transformation and gains new perspectives on life through his encounters with wildlife. Oh, no. Oh, no. My brain, it's not working. I know I know this one. A guy... You definitely know this one. I'll tell you that. A guy gets transformation. Something about wildlife. That's what's throwing me, because I know that the ones that have the animals in them are the ones that really appeal to me, but my brain is blanking. Do you have any any sort of guess at all? To be honest, all I'm thinking about is how I'm going to play Zelda when I'm done with this episode. So... Say it one more time. Okay, this is the last time. A guy undergoes a transformation and gains new perspectives on life through his encounters with wildlife. I will give you a hint. You know this movie. This is one I will be disappointed if you don't get. That should tell you right away what it is. I, Come on, what are you thinking? Just I, I literally... Gut instinct. Name Just name a Disney movie. It's wrong. Like, I don't... Just name a Disney movie that you like. I like the movie Tarzan. It's not Tarzan. I know it's not Tarzan. Tarzan like, doesn't undergo transformation. I know he does. You know who does? Brother Bear. Oh my gosh! 
See, this is dun, 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 I blame you. I blame you for this one because I I keep how holding is this my out. Fault? I keep holding out on rewatching Brother Bear because I want you to watch it with me. Oh, okay. So but that's my that's my okay. fault. Why you okay. didn't get it? But that's so, that's a good one. That's it, a good that way is to a good one. It. Okay, so listen, Brother Bear. I think one of the most I've talked about it before on the podcast. One of the most underrated Disney movies out there. I used to make fun of Joe's mom for talking about the Notebook and breaking down and started crying. She could not tell you what happened in the movie The Notebook without crying. I'm surprised well, you're not crying now. I realized that I was trying to explain to Joe the plot of Brother Brother Bear, and I started to cry. And every time I try to explain how beautiful the story of Brother Bear is. I start to tear up and I start to cry. So he keeps saying, I need to see this movie. And then anytime I'm like, do you want to watch Brother Bear? He's like, no. Well, you must not like it that much because you have no idea from a summary of the movie what it is. All right. So that's I got a bonus one for you for a little bit of redemption if you want it. You got six out of 10, 60%. That's an F. You want a bonus one for yes, a redemption here? Please. Don't right. get me up to a C. Okay. You should be able to get this one. A girl befriends a strange creature with a talent for chaos, and together they outsmart their pursuers. Come on, you got to get this one. Uh, It's all right there. Well, they outsmart their pursuers is what throws me off, because... In my head, this is Mulan. Oh, how? No, it's not Mulan. In my you head, failed the bonus one. Well, hang on. I said in my head. A girl. So you got to think girl. So that's young. A girl. Chaos. A talent for chaos. What movie has a young girl with a strange creature that likes causing chaos that people are after? Oh. It's my buddy over there. I'm staring at him right now. It's Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, I actually Lilo even thought, you know, what's funny when you said this, I was like, I think the Lilo and Stitch would be a really good one with it for this. But what did I say? You said Mulan. Well, Mushu does have a, he creates a lot of chaos in the movie. But it doesn't have a talent for it. It's ac- yes, he does. It's accidental chaos. He doesn't mean to do it. No, he means to do it. He wants what? to get, he wants to get redeemed. Yeah, but he doesn't mean to cause... He he complicates things because he's maybe not as good at his job as he should be, but well, listen, this is a robot doing an interpretation, so I'm not really you know. Stitch has a talent for chaos. I don't know if it's a ta- talent for chaos, but well, whatever. But Lilo and Stitch. I'm I sorry. I think I get a half a point for you, that one. You didn't redeem yourself. Well, you there. just jumped in, and I said I feel like. See, that was me. Well, you were wrong. It was clearly <laughs> wrong. You weren't going to get it. So, so rude. All right. So I, honestly, I thought you would have gotten more of those. I thought some of these were easier. I'd love to hear how our listeners did. Uh, let us know over on Instagram at Enchanted Ears Podcast. Love to hear how many you got right. And tell Joe that that one is definitely inside out. It's not inside out. <laughs> yes, it is. It's not. It's not inside out. I mean, out, even so. though I know that it's Zootopia, I take issue with the word colorful. And that's where I'm, right. that's where I'm saying. Whatever. It's still wrong. You know what? If this was if this was a school quiz, I'd have my mom call the teacher and <laughs> complain and say that this this an- this answer was ambiguous, it was ambiguous and therefore needs to uh, be counted. Well, guess what? By the way, don't do that to your teachers. <laughs> she can call all she wants. I'm still marking it wrong because yeah. it's very clearly Zootopia. It does not follow the entire movie of Inside Out. The first half, sure. Second half, no. But that wraps up the show for this week. want to thank everybody again for listening. If you've not done so, please leave us a rating or a review. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps, and we really appreciate it. Thanks for lending us your ears. Have a great week, everybody, and we'll see you here next Monday. Bye-bye.